Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Welcome back to Legit Bat Podcast. It is I, Joe, your boy, your homie, and Jen, your homegirl. Ben is not with us tonight. He has kid issues and other issues that we will not talk about tonight. Our, our guests tonight are Ryan from The Dangerous World and Ron from Wicked Planet. And if you've been a longtime listener to this show, you will know them very, very well because they were basically our only guests for the first, I don't know, year that we did this show. So we at least our favorite guests. Yeah. And we we realized that, that we hadn't had them on as a duo in quite some time. And we set this up a couple of weeks ago. So Ron and Ryan, welcome back to the bat. And what the fuck have you guys been up to in your respective necks of the woods? Ron. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, I was I was on with Ryan recently, but uh, but yeah, no, just same old stuff. Trying to pump out a show or two here and there. You know, just staying I mean, busy. It's really busy at the Wicked Planet. Yeah, that the, was, the what was that? Garage. Was that a Monday Night Master Debaters, Ron? I think that's what that was, right? Like a uh, month ago? Yes. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, fun and, stuff. And then we did the Conspiracy Underground News team. Right. That was a I, that was a couple months ago, but yeah. yeah. It's a fun. It's a fun time, you know. We actually, it I, is. Yeah, you guys on there too. Uh, all the Joe Jen Ben show, which I still think it should be named, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be, it's a fun little thing just to talk about like current events. Is what we all used to do. You know what I mean? Like talk about yep. current shit and just whatever's going on. Not really, uh, you know, having much of an agenda or whatever. But yeah, man, same yeah, stuff it, over here. Same old show. Way yeah. to capitalize on the acronyms there. Current underground news team. Conspiracy Underground News Team, or CUNT for short, when you abbreviate CUNT. CUNT for short is the best. Yeah, well, that's the logo of the show. (laughs) I mean, it's perfect. And it took you guys, what, a week or two to come up with that? So I'm I'm glad that's how it panned out. But yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking when we uh, booked you guys to come on, is that all of our shows have kind of evolved over time and kind of become something different but it's still the same shit i mean we we basically talk the same shit every time but it's you know whatever's current or happening but ryan has kind of pivoted over to like mma or ufc type stuff and uh well as part of it and uh we've kind of just stopped talking about a lot of the same things like period we just kind of get on with whatever guest and just say things and then it is what it is. People still listen, so whatever. But I know Ryan's been going through some shit with your dad lately, and uh, glad that worked out well. I was keeping tabs on him. Uh, saw it on Facebook first, and uh, so glad that worked out. Thank you. Uh, per- personal problems aside, what have you guys been focusing in on your shows lately? Like, what what's the hot topic? Are you talking about Ocean Gate and the submarine? Because I fucking hope not. 
I don't want to talk about that. Please no. don't talk about no. that. No, no, no. Just no. more, more, more just making fun of it, basically. Uh, yeah. What what I've been doing is I've been getting into some uh, odd true. Well, I don't want to call it true crime, but they're just really kind of strange crime stuff. Ma- mass murderers, serial killers. Uh, I just did an episode, just an intro to this this little girl in New Hampshire that was missing for two years. Uh, her name was uh, Harmony Montgomery. And I've been kind of going, doing some deep dives online, and I got a bunch of uh, documents from the state of New Hampshire judicial system, which is public record now, and uh, and found out a lot more of what's going on with that. Oh, my God. Crazy. But I've been doing kind of stuff like that. I've been doing uh, a little bit of the Idaho 4 uh uh, massacre out there with the college girls and the one boy that got killed. That was relatively and, recently, right? Over the yeah, last, it was, like, it was years back in the winter, back in the winter. Yeah. And then, uh, what is the other one I've been working on? Well, I did a Ted Kaczynski show. That was pretty interesting. Oh, so I was trying, I mean, to, trying to get a, Yeah. Trying to get away from, Oh, not getting away. Just, I'd actually done a show about a month ago where I said I'm just getting bored with conspiracy theories because it's just everything is just flooded with it out there. And and frankly, I'm just at the point where I'm like, you know what? Conspiracy, not conspiracy, whatever. You know, I'm going to start doing a little bit kind of different things that I feel are interesting. And just like what you say, Joe, people are still listening, so they must like it. I've actually get a lot more feedback. From those types of shows that I used to from the, uh, you know, any other type of show. But, uh, Buckley, Buckley and I, we want to start kind of going in that direction because he's really kind of into that stuff too. You know, he, he's also tired of talking about all the stupid conspiracies over and over and over again. You know, and, and you know what it, you know what I was thinking about when we were, us guys were getting together? Remember the big show we did on, uh, election night? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> it seems like it was forever ago, really, at this point, right? But uh, but that that was. Uh, I was thinking I'm going to go back and try to find that. Actually, Ryan, I think that's on your feed too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't it, know. Was, uh, yeah. Are you talking about the 2020 election or the 20? Yeah, had to have been right. Or, no, it was or the 2022. 20, no, it was the 2020 election when we were talking. Okay, and, and we were and we were even noticing that night some of the irregularities of what the news was reporting. Right, right. Like they were showing a graphic that said one thing, and then they were reporting something that was completely opposite. Yeah, I yeah. just I just remember that that was a super late night for me. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I'm east I'm East Coast time. Ryan's two hours off. Joe's three hours off. So right yeah, now, same to... time, I'm on the same time as Joe and Jen and Ben, like half the year, which makes it extra confusing. But I think it'd be great yeah. to do that every single election, like every presidential yeah. election, run that back every single time, because this one's going to be a shit show. You know, there's going to be a oh lot my God, of comedy right. from this, this, yeah. you know, election cycle. And uh, like you, Ron, like I'm I'm tired of talking about the same stuff. Um, I've tried to do that same kind of thing. And I know you guys too, Joe and Jen, like you guys, you know, it, it gets old quick because there was such a, a like a, I don't want to call it like an adrenaline dump, but some kind of dump took place. I don't know what uh-huh. was dumped out, but all kinds of, it was a, it was a tremendous dump, a tremendous piece of shit. I mean, absolutely. A hundred percent. There was a lot 
of people that all got into the conspiracy game, uh, podcasting and, and doing all this stuff right around that whole COVID thing, right? I mean, like, that's really when it started up. And then everybody wanted to start a show and everyone's talking about like CERN and aliens and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, this gets, this gets tiresome. So yeah, that's why I talk about food on my show and, and conspiracies and, uh, MMA, like you said. Cause dude, it just, it'll drive you crazy, man. And the, the audiences of conspiracy shows, this is my words, not, not anyone else's here. They can be fucking retarded. They can be very, very difficult to deal with, man. Because if you agree with them on 10 points and then there's that 11 points, uh, 11th point that you don't agree on, they will go out of their way to try to fuck with you and like piss you off. Uh, there's a couple people mm-hmm. doing that right now actively. And it's, it's just like at this point, I'm like, dude. I don't know what you guys are doing. Like, it's not going to get to me. It's just, I can tell that you're not happy with what's going on in your life. So you got to fuck with me like out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. It's Um, annoying, Ryan. It's annoying. Yeah. You know, you know, I see it when I look at each other, you know, your posts or Joe, Joe's posts and Joe and Jen's posts. And I just, and it's always somebody that has to come back with some bullshit remark. Yeah. It's like, okay, so, so you're an expert on it. Okay. Well, tell me what you know about it then. You know, instead of running your mouth, just right. tell me what you're yeah, I'm not about even it, playing right? into that anymore, though. Like the, yeah. the trolls that come on and try to do that. I'm just like, whoop, and I'm done with that now for the day. I'm not looking at that anymore. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. And you know what? It makes it really fucking easier because I never hear from them again. And the few times that I actually do engage because I'm like, this post is so fucking retarded on my page that I'm going to engage with it just for a half second to see what happens. Almost nine times out of ten, I never hear a goddamn word back from those people. Right. So it makes me either, either you know, some bot account or what, whatever you want to think of that, or they're just stupid people that have no rebuttal for what I you just said. Bot, I'm sorry. I've I've watched those responses go back and forth, and it's definitely not a bot. It's just someone who's a confused soul that has no clue what's going on in their lives, and they have nothing going on to distract them from the negativity that they feel from others. They're like, oh, I want to be angry about something that someone else is doing because that feeds my soul. That fuels it, it, my fire. You know? It fuels the algorithms, too. That seems legit. Honestly, Jen, like a lot of people do that. Um, if they do like what I do, though, like I've I, and I actually want to ask you guys about this. Um, you know, when I at late at night when I'm drunk or whatever, and I just want to scroll through Instagram and maybe start a little shit. You know what I mean? Like maybe I just kind of want to get a little it's feisty. Fun. I'll find a post that just is in my algorithm for some reason. It's in my feed and it's like, okay, why the fuck is this here? And there was this one thing and it was actually a great clip. It was back in like the eighties. I want to say when, uh, and this is just the most recent one where, and this is perfect now that Brandon's popping in here. Hopefully his audio works because I want to get everyone's opinion on this. The most recent one that I started like, you know, kind of engaging with people on was uh, in the 80s when they were talking about making drinking and driving illegal. It was going to be punishable by law if you were drinking and driving. And I simply said in this post, removing freedoms is a slippery slope. Like, that's all that I said, right? So many people got on there and they're calling me a fucking idiot and all this shit. And I wasn't saying like, hey, people should drink and drive. I just wanted to see how that got the conversation going. Um, Somebody... And it sure did. I, I'm, I, you know, it was, it was pretty efficient at doing that, but you know, people were saying all this shit, like, uh, you know, all kinds of like, you're putting other people in danger and blah, blah, blah. And I said, how many people said that about the vaccines, right? Like how many people were saying you need to get vaccinated 
because you're going to endanger other people. If let's, I'll just use myself as an example. If I'm drinking and driving, but maybe I'm good at it, right? How am I going to hurt anybody? Shouldn't I get arrested after I commit a crime, after I hurt somebody? That was my thought on that. And I actually do believe that 100%, but I'm curious where you guys stand on it. No, we've just literally covered this. I swear the synchronicities this week are off the chart, but we literally just talked about that and how like the the drug legality thing and how things you do on drugs are already illegal, whether or not you're on drugs or not. And it's the same thing with drinking. Like if you slam it to somebody on the freeway sober, you're still kind of convicted of manslaughter. If you do it drunk, that's an extra charge. Why is that an extra charge? I drive fine drunk almost all the time. So 99% of the time I do, you know, (laughs) right. So if I were to kill somebody sober, I'd probably actually feel worse about it. Cause I'm like, God damn, you were on your a game and you still did that. But if you're fucked up on meth and you're like, Hey, let's go rob a bank, which was our our point in that show. Right. If you're fucked up on meth and you're like, I'm going to go rob a bank. And they're like, Oh, they're fucked up on meth. And they robbed this bank. If they're successful at robbing that bank, that's a hundred percent a crime. The meth probably had nothing to do with it. I mean, they're, they still did it. Well, if it was legal, it would probably have nothing to do with it because they wouldn't be doing crimes to get meth because they could just go to circle K or something, but it doesn't matter. They still made that choice. Like they were allowed to make that choice. They also chose to do crimes that should be inherently a crime. You were allowed to do whatever you wanted to do. And then you committed a crime. Before we get any further with this, uh, hey, everybody Brandon. welcome Brandon previously from the Dangerous World podcast because we haven't seen him in a while. And holy shit, you actually look younger now. Boner. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> but Howdy, guys. Well, thanks for having me back, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm here living that swamp life, man. That adrenochrome has is pays off, man. It has its effects doing that damn dirty Democrat defending that you guys all love. And, and I'm just yes, happy science. to be here, man. <laughs> yeah, love it. Dude, it's good to see you. How's your uh, your school going? Because I know last time I talked to you, that's what you were doing. Yeah, still in it, man. I'm wrapping up my last semester of my master's degree, and then I got a uh, um, a, a, another semester of like certification stuff going on, and then uh, a big old state test to pass after that. But um, you guys will be happy to know that I am all the more in the line with the mainstream media because everything that I happen to believe in that you guys disagree with, it just reinforced my job just and school just reinforced. It turns out that this higher level education bias is a true thing. And I want, I'm here to, I'm here to talk about it, get to the bottom of it with you guys. So fuck. Yeah. I love it. In school for ABA, right? Yes. Yes. For the uh, ABA practice, which is to be a BCBA, which I know that uh, you uh, were an RBT, a registered behavioral technician at some point, right? I was not that I was in school for ABA. I went to, Ah. I think I did two classes for my master's degree in ABA and then I stopped because COVID hit. And so I'm very happy for you that you are pursuing that. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to teach children speech while wearing a mask because that's literally impossible. So good for you for pursuing that. I'm glad that masks aren't a thing anymore. At least it saved the children way easier. It saved the children from the COVID, but now they can't talk. That's fine. No, no. I mean, they might never talk. You never know with that. I, I get it. I get it. But I'll tell you, you just missed the mark to have the taxpayers pay your school loans off. So I, 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 I commend you. If you want to get back in, I'm sure that Biden's going to kind of buy me off again. You know, he's already got, he's already got his, uh, his chemicals in my body. Oh, wait, that's Trump's. But anyways, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy to be almost done with this, with this thing, man. To be honest, 
I uh, it's it's a fiscal it's a fiscal thing, and I'm super happy about the 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 needs of this population in, in this. However, it does cross very regularly. Like my the the philosophical underpinnings of my practice, the practice that you're aware of, uh, they they do have something to say about a, a lot of the stuff that's going on. That we have this this sub practice of behavior analysis called behavior the behavior economy or the uh, economy of behavior, and this is this is how the the general status quo gets formed this is how the zeitgeist moves back and forth this this awesome feedback loop between beliefs and actions and uh, uh policies and cults and um, it's the push and, and pull we just talked about all that shit it's the polarity and the, that's what drives everything forward is you and us i made a massive connection in my head that i did not realize before brandon the reason that you're pro-vaccine is because there's more autism when more people are vaccinated, and this gives oh, you job security. That's it. I just security. connected this right it's, now. It's, it's just <laughs> capitalism, Ryan. You can't blame him. No, no. I, actually, I respect it more now. I, I did not realize <laughs> that that is what you were doing. So good on you, dude. That is that is marketing 101 right there. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys talk about being street smart and being the hustlers all the time. You guys don't know how the sheep can 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 I chill. Mean, that's brilliant. You know what it's I mean? Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Brandon, anyways, do you hear that yeah. though? I just real quick. Do you, when I was working with kiddos, I had a lot of parents and I was not, we were not podcasting at this point. So I wasn't, I was all about vaccines and I'm not necessarily not all about vaccines now. I'm just saying the COVID vaccine was a little sketch. That's all. But there were parents that were saying the DTAP was what gave their kids autism. And I was like, definitely not in my head at the time. And now I look back and I'm like, maybe I'm not really sure. Do you get people who say vaccines gave their kids autism? Uh, yeah, you're the you're the RFK of the podcast. I get you. You you don't you don't know, but about this one, definitely a little bit sus. Like I, I'm I'm on board with that. Um, yeah. So to me, uh, I have been washed in this. You guys can claim that I'm as biased as I'm going to be because I'm almost done with this program. My baptism was almost complete. The preacher's practically just pulling me up out of the water at this point. You know. Uh, God bless uh, the, the, the good reverend, uh, BF Skinner, if you guys are interested in his dirty dealings and the CIA and, uh, and all okay, that, shit. but, but, uh, but yeah, so the thing that I, I continuously bring up is let's just look at data because I am a materialist. I do think that truth can be found through, uh, uh, practical and proper, uh, observation. And to me, the, uh, the overwhelming signs of, um, the undeniable signs of autism happen along a, 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 a across a, a general age spectrum, you know, generally from like two to five, you really start seeing it. But uh, I will tell you to your main question that I have nobody uh, talking about vaccines in that way. And only people who are saying uh, the opposite. How ridiculous is it to believe that? vaccines wow. give autism things like this now i'll tell you funding if they do mention that, that. It, it, exactly well, you're time, not though, when yeah. when i was working with kiddos this was way pre-covid pre-covid so this was 2018 2019 so no one was really questioning vaccines in general at this time these were parents doing their own research who were wondering what was wrong with their child and they had found some uh, alternative media sources that were talking about vaccines and it was, again, way before the whole world was talking about it. You know, I I would argue that that people have been talking about it. Uh, this is, I think, a lot like like the um, the uh, 
position the um, idea that autism rates have like skyrocketed because of environmental causes specifically uh, and more acute causes like like the vaccine things like this it's it, it's definitely a change of awareness and the awareness came because i think it used to be a whole bunch of hippie mom liberals chilling in in uh in california that were the main ones rising uh raising red flags about this and right and now, the hippie mom liberals now in california are, are are pro that thing so how do you what do you think about that do you think that something flipped somewhere because that, that's something we talk about quite a bit where i would have been considered a hippie liberal 10 years ago and my views have changed very, very little, but now I'm alt-right to some people. What do you think about that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And we it. never supported Trump. We were never Trump never supporters. Never voted for him. Nope. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hippie and liberal are unfortunately, uh, two, they, 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 they're almost like a fascist at this point. You can be a lot of things and also or be not a be. liberal or, or not be a lot of things and also be a liberal and a hippie. So I don't think those are the, the great determinants. And, uh, I would, I would, I would, I definitely see reports of and see, you know, videos and, and interviews of still a very hardcore. You can even track them by geography, you know, like they, they move around a little bit, but they move around very, very slowly. If you track them over time, there's like a slug going back and forth between the richer parts of the country. So I would argue that they might still have that, that issue. You'd have to do a, a longitudinal study of, of each person, but there's, always crazy uh liberals who are uh against vaccines and there are always crazy liberals who are for vaccines uh the amount that can be tracked by that can that's just tracked by pew numbers and i don't think that those have really changed over time um i, I don't see them going one way or the other and i and i, I, I watched like, that yeah like the the way like the 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 hippies and the yuppies right that was a thing right and the yuppies were like kind of conservatives, right? Like, I mean, watch, uh, what's the damn trading movie with uh, Christian Bale? I can't believe American psycho, right? The, he's a yuppie in that movie. He would be considered more of a conservative, right? And they talk about all that shit. Like he's like women's rights. What are you talking about? You know, in the movie, he's saying shit like that. And then he, they're talking shit about the hippies, but they want to be the hippies. They want to be these cool people who are the liberals. Now, the liberals are absolutely the yuppies in this situation. Like they, they've gotten to the point where they're kind of the, you know, the, 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 these kids that grew up rebelling against their conservative parents, you know, the, the two parent homes and all that stuff. They want to do the opposite for whatever reason, even though it seemed like it worked for them. It got them to the position where they can get an education and all that kind of stuff. And now they want to do the opposite. So like, it's almost like the, uh, you know, the, the prisoners have become the freaking guards in this situation. So they're just they're just doing the opposite. Now, I think that this is going to swing back in 20 or 30 years. And, and the conservatives are going to be kind of looked at as the ones that are kind of driving the culture. And the liberals are going to be like, fuck, where did we go wrong here by raising? Because, dude, there's a lot of kids that are conservative now. Uh, having conservative views and so many little kids were like diehard fans of trump they're probably gonna like rfk because they saw the liberal parents and they did the opposite of that like you're saying like all the kids kind of do the opposite of what their parents are doing so yeah man and they're gonna start liking uh rfk even though his fucking voice is nails on a chalkboard dude like i cannot stand listening to that motherfucker and he is not the savior that everyone's trying to make him seem to be on on the right i think he's another liberal plant uh, supported Hillary Clinton after, you know, knowing the, her diehard support for the military industrial complex, which I'm not clear if liberals like the military industrial complex or not, because 
It's all about supporting the military industrial complex right now. You couldn't see me, but I was doing this when I did that, right? It's all about Danger supporting zone. the military industrial complex. Always <laughs> used to be the opposite too, Ryan. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so it was always the Democrats that were beaten up on the Republicans because the Republicans were all the war hawks, right? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's just weird how that, like you say, it's like a 20, 30 year cycle, Ryan. I think you're pretty spot on there. And, 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 and what Joe said is like these kids become conservative because they're lashing out against their parents who might be liberals. And then that's just going to flip. That whole paradigm's going to going to flip at some point. And I mean, the it's lashing take- out isn't a true lashing out. It's just the way that like middle school or I'm sorry, middle class white kids know how to lash out is vote against daddy. That's all that they know mm-hmm. how to do. They're not going to go out and do anything too harmful uh, I mean, maybe they're doing the most harmful thing by voting against their parents just on spite or whatever. But um, yeah, man, there's this there's this massive swing in things. Well, good luck getting them to admit that, though, too. And I, this is not pointed at you, Brandon, at all. I'm I'm talking in general. But good luck, like uh, getting somebody to admit that the reason they're doing something is because of somebody else or because they're mad at daddy or whatever. Yeah. That's not going to happen. They're going to they're going to claim that as their own thoughts, their own opinions. And it might well be. Who knows? But I think a lot of what what we think is our own opinions and our own actions are actually influenced so much by things we hate or things we like. And it's hard to nail that down with every individual person. And here we are in America now. So, And and I think it's uh, very it's intuitive to know that verbal like as I would say, the verbal behavior often does not correlate with one's actual behavior. Uh, We see that very, very clearly. Most of the time. Yeah, we see that, uh, I think very, very clearly in, uh, in nimbyism, especially not in my backyardism and especially through affirmative care, uh, the, the, the rules that have just been struck by, struck down by the Supreme Court today. The liberals, they had this, they had one, they had one way of talking about affirmative action, uh, when it came to the politics of it. And then when it came to what happened in their backyard, how their kids were going to be affected by it. Uh, they got off that gravy train <laughs> real quick and, and said, no, 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 we'll, we'll go along with, with none of this affirmative action. I want my white kid to be, uh, in the same line as, as the other black kids. Uh, uh, so I, so he, I, I, I actually did catch a, a pretty good looking glass experiment though, Ryan. This is actually, I think, more reflective of what we are and, instead of what Patrick Bateman from American Psycho would be. But what do you think Patrick Bateman's, political uh, affiliation would have been this is what is the, this is the mid 90s so uh uh clinton's in office yeah uh the uh moral majority is still still there right it's still clinging on especially through uh after all the shootings i'm putting liberal money. just to get it out there he would have voted democrat because again bill clinton was looked at by conservatives and by neutral people as as pretty great. I mean, like he he had the whole debt uh, kind of under control. It's not the same party, right? It's not the same ideals at all. And, and I was a child. We were both. We were all kids. You know, Ron was younger as well, right? But Ron, I mean, dude, we it, barely. It, I mean, no, yeah, when Clinton, years. no, when when Clinton became president, I was thirty. I think when Clinton became president. Well, well, and who was it after, 20s. Ron? It was after another liberal that was running as a Republican. It was after 
H.W. Bush, who, yeah. hey, they, they ain't from Texas. You know what I mean? They're not conservatives. Yeah. They're as Eastern establishment as you get. Oh, yeah, 100%. Connecticut acting like they're fucking cowboys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a planned takeover at this point. So when you're saying, are you voting? Are you a Bush Republican or a Clinton Democrat? It's not the same thing. It's, it, are you a Democrat or a Democrat? That's what it is right there. 100 you know, like, no percent. My my thoughts on that was, you know, I remember when Clinton was president and I got to say, you know, because it's quite a few years ago, even for me now. But uh, things were rocking and rolling pretty good. hundred you know? percent. That, that's, uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's the start of the financial the growth of the financial uh, sector, yeah. right? Especially that's all based in New York. It's moved to London now, but it was all where he was killing. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, it, it, he, he got a lot of people to come, like, especially in New Hampshire. He actually won the primary in New Hampshire. And that's where they coined the term. That's where I got my name to come back in. Well, that was, that was from him winning the primary in New Hampshire. Because going into the New Hampshire primary, he wasn't looking so good, right? And and, and I can't remember who he was running against. But Gore, you know, a right? lot, a lot no, of Gore was uh, sorry. Yeah, well, no, in the primary, he would have been running against different Democrats. I just I don't remember Ryan who they were at this point. I can point. look it up real quick. What year are we but, talking uh, about? Uh, it was I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you. it's ninety uh, two, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh... Wasn't it ninety two he first became president? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, um, gentleman that just died. He was, uh, I think, famous for being on uh, uh, those fucking the, the blue pill uh, commercials. Yeah, or Jerry he, Brown, Paul Songus, who ran against him the first right. time. Okay, so Paul Songus was Paul doing Songus. really good in New Hampshire. Uh, actually, did Bill Clinton win in New Hampshire? Did Songus win? But Bill Clinton was so close. Maybe you could look that up, Ryan. Uh, I don't think so. It looks like, I mean, on Wikipedia here, it's not showing uh, anyone won that. I don't. Is uh, is that right next to Maine, or is it the one right over from that? New Hampshire <laughs> between Vermont and Maine. Yes. Okay, Vermont. True, uh, West Coaster. I have no idea either. New Hampshire is right next to Maine. So yeah, it, it shows here. It's the only state that's gray. On this and and the color scale here. Why, why don't I share my I mean, screen? Fake and gay. It's obviously fake and gay. Gay Hitler. <laughs> gay Hitler. I made you say, stuff. I made you say shit. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is it right here. Uh. See, I always keep Bob Dole. Bob right Dole. When, when, when was Bob Dole? Was Bob uh, Dole's ninety six run? Bob Dole was a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Um, These oh, are your okay. candidates here: Tom Harkin, Bob, Bob Carey. Carey. Scroll that back, scroll familiar. back up, Ryan. Scroll okay. back up. Is this not the uh, government uh, governor race? No, this is the presidential okay. thing, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. So Paul Songus was a Massachusetts Democrat. Uh, Jerry Brown, obviously California. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Bill Clinton actually won in New Hampshire. He won in New Hampshire primary. Uh, what I was getting to though was you would be surprised because there's a lot of, uh, I think, more independents in New Hampshire than anything else. And a lot of independents voted for Bill Clinton versus the Republican candidate uh, at the time. And you know what? I can't even remember who that was. 
Well, this is all assuming that voting fucking means anything to anybody. But like, like Brandon was saying, like, I remember I grew up in the nineties. I was born in the eighties, but you know, grew up in the nineties. And that was the best of times for a lot of people. A lot of people I talk to now, like the eighties and nineties were like the best of times. And it didn't matter because Bill Clinton was the president. I don't think that had anything to do with it, but that was like a golden age for, you know, the boomers and the millennials or whatever. So uh, whatever whatever the kids are growing up with now is such bullshit and to like blame it on a president or the political structure is i don't i don't even know what to say about that i don't think it has much to do with that maybe as far as cultural like programming goes okay but i think it has more to do with like technology and like where we're at with the everybody's so focused on their devices now. And I don't think anybody could argue with me on that. That is what's happening. And that does seem to be kind of a common thread among the kids growing up now. And the people like us who grew up with the internet, well, not you, Ron, (laughs) but uh, me, uh, Ryan and Brandon kind of grew up with the internet and figuring out how to work windows 95 and all that kind of shit. And that that's different than the kids now. And I can't, I can't remember what they call them, but there's a certain name for what they call kids who, literally were born with an iPhone in their hand and zoomers or zillennials. Tablet toddlers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And that's a different breed. And we've talked about it so many times where there there's 11 and 15, 20 year olds now that are a different fucking breed than what happened in the nineties or early two thousands. It's a different thing. They have a different mindset and I guess that's to be expected, but it's, it's so alien to to us that maybe that's what happens to every generation. I don't know because it's the first time I've done this. I don't even think it feels to me. That's (laughs) it's insane. You know, I mean, just seeing what kids, what kids can do now. I mean, Gianna, when she was seven or eight years old, could run an iPhone and an iPad. Like, like she was showing me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, they just pick it up, Ryan, and it's like they automatically know how to use it. It's like tra- changing a tire to people like your age, my dad's age. It's second nature. It's absolutely something easy, and that's not a dig. Common sense. It's yeah. so much more practical to know how to change oil, change a tire, than to how to fucking work an iPhone. You know what I mean? Now, I am very thankful that I grew up, you know, uh, Joe... Jen, I'm sure as well. And then, you know, probably Ben too. He's not here. And then Brandon and myself. I'm grateful f- that at least speaking for myself, that I grew up in an age where I was at a very pivotal point in my life, you know, coming into, you know, young teenage years when the internet started getting mainstreamed. So we've had that experience. We've lived in the world where it's like analog and then digital. We've lived in both of those and we were kind of in our primes. I think, you know, we're still realistically in our primes, all of us, you know what I mean? Um, so it, I'm going to be in my prime for quite some time, buddy. Oh, me okay. too. Don't don't get it twisted. But I just think it's interesting. You know what I mean? That's one thing that you can say uh, until the next big thing comes around that we grew up in that time where it was like you had you had experienced both. Um, last point I want to make real quick, just to kind of pound home the idea that politics is total bullshit. Um, George H.W. Bush, Democrat. Bill Clinton is the next president. Democrat. W. Bush, Democrat. Obama, Democrat, Trump. I mean, what do you think he is? He ain't fucking conservative, man. He's the he's the first president that approved of like gay marriage. Uh, he was took, only a Republican when he became president, or shortly before, right? Yeah, he was, was always a Democrat, Democrat before. I want to say, right? I want to say he was always a Democrat. 
his policy ran ran as president as a democrat before and and also uh on social issues holy shit he skirted way the hell away from uh from lgbtq ia plus seven underscore at sign uh rights uh, and issues um and 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 obviously brought us the vaccine so but i I would argue though that it's the difference between conservative and there's a difference between conservative and republican and uh, yes definitely not conservative but certainly if you're choosing between Republican or Democrat, because a majority of Republicans voted him, I don't think there's any uh, risk in saying definitely a, a Republican. I know in mind and in practice, it might be different, but the names mean something, I would say. I would say that they wouldn't. I say that it's a way to get people on your side. That's why they're running RFK right now. Now, the most conservative or Republican, I should say, since, you know, to, to use the, the correct terminology, the most Republican president that we've had in a long time would be none other than Joe Biden. Right. I mean, this dude is talking about all kinds of segregation and shit. Right. I mean, that's what he's doing. So on, you know, man. he's the right. He's the uh, the liberal savior right now. If he had his own brain in his head. He would he would be, you know, kind of running running things a little bit differently, I think. Um, but he's yeah, he, but Ryan, Ryan, do you are you saying that Republicans believed in segregation? Because uh, segre- segregation was more of a democratic thing. Oh, 100 percent of Republican was. thing, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But they, yeah. they put that idea out there. And yeah, I mean, you're seeing all the Republicans again, the 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 story that's painted. Is that like KKK members are Republican? That's not true, but that's the the, the idea that's put out. No, there. it's actually it's actually the opposite. I know that. I know it's that. One hundred percent. That the opposite, yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like yeah, that got yeah. flipped somehow into thinking that that was a a, a conservative conservative or Republican point of views to be KKK when it didn't start out like that. So this is all we're talking about, Brandon. Like when we talk about flipping the script and inversion and all that stuff, so, this is what we're talking about. So you, you is through a traditional political science lens, you see this as uh, disalignment and realignment. This the last big version of it happens exactly as as Ron pointed out when the Dixie uh, the Dixiecrats started being a little bit too Dixie for the then up and coming Democrat uh, uh, party, and they they just shifted. Now it happened prior to that as uh, uh, prior to that as well. This happens in I'm sure it's cycles. Yeah, yeah. Now the 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 argument though i think the main argument that's being made and that most people would contend with is that 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 is guided from above uh and i'm not going to argue that uh, the effects of elites in that realignment and disalignment um they don't have any effects but i'm but i'm you definitely can't discount just the free uh market of ideas that, that 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 pushed it away i pushed it that way i would argue and then can i can i can can I can I ask? I'm really actually curious. I, I, I if you guys want to uh, gotcha on me, <laughs> go ahead. Can I? Is there a Democrat KKK member that people can name like today or David Duke? Right? I mean, wasn't he pretty Democrat? Richard Byrd too. Richard Byrd, who was uh, Hillary's mentor. Hillary's mentor. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Richard Brandon. He was a w- very famous senator. Richard Berg, you said. Bird. Bird, gotcha. Okay, well, that's, no, that's an old Bird curious. would be Jewish, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Bird, bird with a the, fly, the the flying kind, like yeah. a, a bird. Bird. Yeah, because we got because we got Richard Bird, the guy that you and I covered once, Ryan, the guy who uh, discovered the uh, 
the hollow earth there. Admiral Bird, yeah. No, Admiral that's Bird. yeah, that's that's yeah, that's Admiral Bird. Wouldn't that be I mean, I know KKK I, member though. I I know that David Duke uh, uh, supported uh, Donald Trump. Um, he was a Democrat again. <laughs> he just ran as a Republican just to throw the whole fucking thing off. All, all I'm all I'm saying is that if you look I mean, online, it's going to say Republican. It is. It, it says that right now. I, yeah, that's I understand. Well, that means it's true. I you found it on the internet, so it's true. No, 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 no. It's that's not at all what I'm contending. I'm just saying if you want to go by what's written down in a whole bunch of places, what the majority of people agree on is true. That. Duke is a Republican. So I'll, I'll look up this Richard Bird, though. No, yeah, I do a, love that. I love consensus reality because that just makes it so easy for everybody to just again, it's, it's not it's not it's not the thing we're relying on. But you simply. Majority or anything else, you know, no, yeah, I just I love poking at you, dude. I love you. It's <laughs> people's actions and people's labels are, are different things, right? I mean, there's a bunch of men out there that are pretending that they're women. So you look up that these people that, you know, uh, what's that basketball bitch's name? That's totally a dude. She's had pictures of herself with her shirt off. Who is that? Uh, is that the one we traded for a mass murderer or something? Yeah, isn't like that? it crazy how irrelevant the WNBA is that we know who she is, but we can't name her. None of us here can name Boys her. have a penis and girls have a vagina. Right. I mean, I mean, that's it, kind of- she plays for the Phoenix Mercury. I'm surprised that I even know the name of this team. Brandon, can you help me out here? What is this I, bitch's name? I, I am not looking at the kind of pictures you are looking at, my man. Brittany, Brittany Griner. Griner. I can't there believe that you can remember yeah, her Griner. name, Brandon. That's really, really uh, disrespectful to... Uh, Very sexist. Very say? homophobic as well. Oh, my yeah, God. A little bit. But no, so, so I mean, you, there's that. There's the uh, Dylan Mulvaney. You have to refer to that as a she, but it's clearly a dude. It was born with a penis, oh, no. so it is a man. Uh, there's a lot of labels out there versus what is actually truth. Okay, I, I I don't want to defend all of transgender rights and all of transgender issues. I am actually curious again, though, because I, I'm still looking. I'm looking for a Democrat that goes by the label, uh, uh, K, uh, like a KKK member that goes by a Democrat label. Let's see if I can do this. Does it at Does it at all? Is the fact that if you look up uh, gen, the word gender right now in the dictionary that it doesn't comport exactly with uh sex with physical sex does is that part do you think that's manipulated or do you think that that is just yeah do you think that that's manipulated the fact that that is so that gender is not the same as sex in the dictionary ryan i'll let you take this one i'm gonna take a piss because i great i have so much to say on that one all right yeah it, uh, it was a little wordy and and the guy that uh you can uh, if you don't mind brandon just like uh saying it again but the the guy that ron was referring to was robert bird byrd robert bird that's it right robert. Um, yeah. this is a, a democratic he, you know he's dead now so you know he he doesn't fit your criteria but uh biden when he was um i, I believe becoming president gave a eulogy at his funeral and um yeah, this is, this is a separate thing, too, man. Like, if you're the KKK and if you're going to be, uh, you know that you're hated by 99% of the population, myself included. Like, you know, I, I consider myself conservative. Um, I will acknowledge that there are differences between black people and white people culturally, physically, all these things. I think that that's absolutely fact. And if you want to run around that and dance around that, I think that you're probably more racist than anyone else out there. Not saying that you're doing that, Brandon, but like people out there will say, I didn't even notice he was black. You know, it's like, come on. Like, yes, you did. That's the first thing that you notice about someone is what color they are. You see them. I mean, unless you're blind, you're not, I mean, you're not paying attention to that. 
Um, I have a list on Wikipedia. If you look up Ku, Ku Klux Klan members in the United States, um, there's a whole list. Uh, and yes, there is a dude named also Robert Byrd. He was a senator. He was a KKK member. Um, John Brown Gordon, James Thomas Heflin, Rufus C. Holman, Earl Mayfield, Rice W. Means. I mean, there's an extensive list here. Uh, these guys are these guys are like alive and uh, I don't know. I I'm not checking all their dates and stuff, but I mean, there's a long history here of uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to be Johnson, the, right? That's yeah, it. yeah. No, I'm I'm absolutely as part of my thesis here is saying that there's a whole bunch of Democrats uh, that are mostly dead that used to be uh, or are still Dixiecrats that you could call members of the Ku Klux Klan. It's just the the fact that you take them at their label for Democrats, but not for Republicans, I would say is where the political bias shows itself. But to gen, but oh, to gender, I- let me, let me, let me reword it. There are, uh, two, there are many definitions of gender in the dictionary. Uh, one of them is the same as sex, as physical anatomical sex, whether you have a dick or a, or a penis or both. Uh, a dick or a penis, huh? That's interesting. Sorry, sorry. A dick or a penis or oh, a no. cock. One, one of those, one of those three, uh, or or both. Um, all three. <laughs> uh, the fact, the fact that there are other definitions for gender, does that mean that you're not going to use those other uses for gender because you think that these other definitions of gender are? No, man, there doesn't need to be a definition just because you can look it up in the dictionary doesn't mean that it's real. Like if I was Miriam Webster, I could, you know, if I wanted to be a jerk, I could uh, have the the word asshole and I could put Joe's face next to the picture of that just because that's what I say an asshole is. And then everyone has to say, but look at what an asshole is. It's not that thing that's between your cheeks. It's that guy (laughs) right there. That's what I'm saying. And that's an extreme example. But dude, the definitions don't matter. You know what a gender is, man. And it does, you can't get enough education to tell me that, that, that your word on what a gender is means something different than sex, right? I mean, that's what it is. There's two genders. When it comes down to, if you want to talk about science and biology, like, like that old fucking great meme goes with, which is, you know, where I get all of my ideas (laughs) is from the internet. Um, when, when you have a hundred dudes on an island and they all die, but half of them identified as women after a hundred years, you're going to find a hundred male skeletons. So, that is actual science and actual biology. It, a thousand years from now, they're going to find a skeleton and be like, this was a male, uh, whatever they call old, you know, ancient peoples. We knew this was a male for sure, scientifically, because of the bone structure and all this stuff. But what if there was a dictionary that, next to them talking about the genders and stuff? Would it not right. matter scientifically? They couldn't translate that then, I guess. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, the, man. Like the, is, the, but if, if, if the value of the word, if the word is really not meaningful, you know, I, the, the fact that you harp on the use of, uh, boys and girls or men and women for particular, uh, as particular labels is, and then you're saying that's the value of the word. And remember that boys used to be called girls and girls used to be called, oh, well, uh, girls didn't used to be called, uh, uh, boys, but you know, boys used to be called girls. So this has happened before the English language up until the 15th century. If you didn't know this, Joe, uh, boys were called, what is, what was it called? It was, uh, it was something girls, uh, uh, 
Penis God. girls? It, no, no, no. It was Thanks a. It was, dicks, I think is what you're looking for. There was a subterm. Girls were called Trans? gay girls. Uh, a, a, an infant would have been called a gay girl, and a bo- uh, the term boy uh, didn't come into. Uh, no, so, dude, I agree with you on the terms. But, though, what I'm talking about with terms is like if if there's cops looking for a particular individual, as they would say in idiocracy, um, saying it's a white female about six right. feet tall, blah blah blah. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for a black dude that's four feet tall. So I would say where words uh, are would, important. But I would say that that is sex. And Orion, while you may argue that I can't possibly argue that gender means something different to many people in most of the world, especially the people who you're arguing with, which may be the reason why you can't understand where they're coming from. It does mean something different. I It doesn't mean it, it doesn't really matter what it means to me. I'm just saying that a whole bunch of people who do have feelings. And I know we're not worried about feelings. I'm not either. I'm worried about the truth. But for them. Uh, gender means something different. And it's, it's, I ask whether you guys think that that is intentional and planned because it is the fact that gender is becoming farther and farther separated from, from, I would call it more mental illness. And whether you want to, whether you want to define mental illness as on purpose or a conspiracy, I don't really know. I mean, we could talk about chemicals in the water and turn the frogs again and all that shit. It doesn't really matter. Like whatever the zeitgeist is is turning people into thinking that gender is whatever they want it to be. And you can be a toaster that marries a hot dog. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine with that. If you want to do that, go do that. But don't expect me to be like, oh, uh, 10-4, we're looking for a fucking toaster that's carrying a hot dog that he's married to. Walking down Main Street, he just robbed a store. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck are we looking at? You said the, that the, so yeah. so much. Like, So I'm doing this South Park episode where I'm taking a few uh, episodes at a time. And I'm like taking sound bites and I'm breaking down like conspiratorial or societal things that they address in the show because they do such a good job in that show. And there's this one episode called The Death Camp of Tolerance. And at the end of it, the whole time, Mr. Garrison is trying to get fired from teaching fourth graders so that he can collect $25 million, right? That's what he's trying to do. So he's taking his boyfriend, Mr. Slave, and he's spanking his naked male boyfriend in front of fourth graders. He's shoving Lemmy Winks, the the, the class pet, a gerbil, up Mr. Slave's ass and doing all this <laughs> stuff in front of these fourth graders. And he's trying to get fired this whole time. Now, at the end of it, they give him a fucking award. They try to give Mr. Garrison an award for how brave and courageous he is. And at the end of it, he says, Jesus fucking Christ, do you people not understand that I've been trying to get fired? I'm doing horrible things in front of your kids and you guys are just calling me brave. Being tolerant of something, being tolerant of transgenderism doesn't mean you have to accept it. Mr. Garrison says this for people that think that it's me saying this. A fucking dude that is fucking his boyfriend in front of a bunch of fourth graders is saying this. Now, yes, it's a cartoon, but he's saying tolerance is different than acceptance. Right. And that's what it is. You can tolerate a crying baby on an airplane, but it can still piss you the fuck off. Right. That is what it is. Now, we're getting to the point where we have to accept it. We have to accept maps, minor attracted persons. Right. We have to accept that four year old boys. There's a clip that I played on the news show the other day that says that girls between zero and one year old can still experience an orgasm. Right. And it shows pictures to kids that are young. Showing that that, you know, kids this age can experience orgasms. If you want to help these kids out, you can you can help them get there. It's this is what we're getting to. Right. It's fucking disgusting. And South Park 
you know, kind of made a made a great example of that in, uh, you know, an episode back in 2006 when this wasn't even being talked about. Um, so, yes, Ryan, Ryan, that episode, that episode was that long ago. 2006, man. People talk about the Simpsons predicting shit. They got nothing on South Park, dude. Yeah. Nothing on South. Yeah, that's, that's why I quoted that's every damn crazy. episode, basically. Brandon, you know, I don't do you have a rebuttal or anything or comments to add to that. The 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 real fine line that I always get into is yes, uh, as you guys say, there's there's tolerance and then there's forced intolerance, there's acceptance, then forced acceptance. What do you mean by you guys? Is that like you people? <laughs> Jesus, well, dude. Sorry, sorry. Jen, Jen, is, Jen, is, Jen isn't sitting with us right now. I felt like I could be a little liberal about this, but uh, uh, you you met you people with penises sit there and say things like, "No, I'm just kidding." Penis. Um, <laughs> I forgot where I was going. Shit. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The, okay. the fine line, the fine line is where does government step in, and Never. where where does government choose not to step in? And I would say Always. that that is because politics, I think, does actually matter. It does actually move some uh, move some needles. That um that that is where that is where the best discussion is. Now, if there is some um. Uh, governmental force come some policy that pushed towards this forced uh forced acceptance i would i would love to to talk about that the problem is is that with the conspiracy theory world that line between what's happening happening in the private sector and what's happening in the public sector um i mean i'm not, I'm not talking about on the corporate level i'm talking on small town l- levels those that those agencies tend to mix be, because of these other uh, conspiracies about the fact that government controls everything and is already big brother at this point. So to all that to say, um, I'd be totally interested. I, I, I love these discussions, especially when they come to politics, because, um, that, that's, okay. that's where I, that's where I say we all have us all have us have a say in this to some extent past that. It's just the zeitgeist. Like you say, Joe, it's just out of our control. Uh, and, and I'm okay. I'm okay with with gender taking on a different word. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I tend to come down on, um, uh, libertarian freedoms when it comes to, uh, actual policies that would force people to do something for, let's say a trans, uh, a transgender wedding, uh, force people to do something like say a vaccine or something like that. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. I would, I would hate government, uh, 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 Government luckily it never got there, say. right? I mean, luckily <laughs> it never got there. But the, see, this is the thing too. Um, and, and I, you know, you mentioned the government. When should they step in? There's always interest of why they would step in. Have you, uh, Brandon? Like, I know you've been, you know, obviously educating yourself and and or not educating yourself. You're getting educated. Have you heard of the Iron Triangle before? The Iron Triangle. Help me. No, I don't believe I have. So I'm, I, I wouldn't think that you would because the university is not going to tell you about these things, but these are absolutely real things. And, and you can laugh and all this stuff, but this is a hundred percent real. I'll share an image here. An iron triangle is like government, bureaucracy and oh. interest groups. So we'll think of one that you might not like so much the NRA. Okay. The NRA is going to give, they're, they're the interest group here. They're going to give, uh, give electoral support to Congress, right? The Republicans that want to support. The NRA. Now, the Republicans that support the NRA are going to give funding and political support to the bureaucracy that is also funding the NRA, and they're going to give low regulation and special favors to that NRA right there, right? So this is something this works with vaccines. This works with any hot button issue, abortion, 
uh, anything that there's an, a side A and a side B to. Now, the other sides also give and take, right? So the NRA in this case would give congress- congressional support via lobbies to the bureaucracy, and the bureaucracy would give policy choices and execution to Congress, and Congress would give to the NRA in this example friendly legislation and oversight. Again, you can plug in that interest group. You can plug in any type of idea that you want. So my point to sharing this is that ideas in government are bought and paid for 100% of the time. There's no organic idea. There's no rogue house member that's saying, well, we need to do this because what happens to them is they get into a car accident or they get voted out, uh, best case scenario. So It's not as easy as saying, when should government step in? When should they not step in? Government should never step in because these people are bought and paid for, man. And I think not admitting that, I'm not saying you're going to do that here. And you you might never uh, in your entire life. And, you know, there's a lot of people that don't. That's important to realize. Before Brandon Brandon, uh, rebuts that, though, I I agree with you. So I've heard a lot of people, I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, you libertarian. I'm like, I'm not labeling myself as anything, but you said that, not me. Uh, what I'm talking about is when I talk about government non-involvement, it's the same thing as like, should gay marriage be legal or not? It shouldn't be fucking either. And it shouldn't be legal or illegal to be married to whatever you want. If you want to do that, you want to marry your guitar like we were talking about earlier. The government should have no involvement in that. That That's ridiculous. Like. It, you were looking you at a guitar marry, right now. That's why you said that, huh? You're looking at it. I totally was. Yeah, you I was want to marry that guitar, I bet. I do actually. I love that guitar. I would marry it. Fuck it. And the government should have no fucking say in whether I married or not. And guitar rights. Am I right? right. Like to go <laughs> no pick tax it. In the credits street. for marrying your guitar. You're saying? No, it's a Washburn, but you know, I'll love it. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. a. It's a. Yeah. It's a semi hollow that needs to be filled. Uh. What, what I'm saying, Ryan, is that uh, what comes. I'm saying that the conspiracy theory world often posits that everything that's going on in this triangle that you've shown up here. Uh, doesn't quite explain what happens just to the left on this graphic of the interest group. Sorry, sorry. The conspiracy theory world says that the government actually has something to do with what's to the left of this graphic to uh, uh, what makes up the interest group. I'm okay with interest. I'm okay with interest groups and lobbyists. I really, really am. And I can defend that if, if you guys uh, are interested in it, I'm sure you're not, but I would say that I don't, yeah. The, the, the groundswell of support that leads to the forming of a interest group. That is where the zeitgeist, the, uh, the, the grassroots level, uh, influence comes about and where thankfully in, in this country, at least I would argue big brother hasn't been able to put its hooks in as deep as it has in all three other, uh, corners of this, of this triangle. Uh, as, as you, as you pointed out. And by the way, I yes, mean, the iron, tri- the iron triangle is political science 101. I'm so happy that you showed it to me. I'm terribly sorry that I forgot it. I'm very happy that you showed it to me again, Ryan. Well, you're welcome. But I, I, I think that honestly, dude, you can see, I think even, even someone that's very pro government, you can see that the Republican and the Democrat labels are just labels. They're just that because I cannot, I cannot time, see that. I cannot see that. If you're asking, I'll just together, tell you. I they always agree that. that they should get paid more. They agree on a lot of things. Have they ever downvoted the idea of getting paid more? Never. Not one time. If you can find that, I'd be happy to hear that because they are always in 
sync with each other. They always give and take. They pretend on the surface that they're arguing about things. And then they agree. That's why they hold up all this shit. Are we going to raise the debt ceiling? Spoiler alert. They always will raise the debt ceiling, even though conservatives are not supposed to want to do that. Liberals by nature should want to do that. The problem with that, that accusation, though, is that if it were to be pretending and if it were to be real, the the uh, debates that are happening on uh, on Capitol, Capitol Hill and in the White House, yeah, that are always happening, uh, that would look the same, is what I'm saying. What would look different? What would look different? Some if actual it wasn't? change would look different. The the end result, well, to, not the change, not the method. But they do change policies which direct funds and goods and maybe not so good serv- uh, not so good goods as you might call as you might think they are. But it actually does depend, uh, determine where money gets, uh, funneled. No, yeah. And we've seen that. And a lot of money has gone to Ukraine lately. So that's good. That's good change that we've seen, you know, going on. Yeah. That's that, what I'm that, saying, dude. I mean, there's, there's real life examples here. What the fuck does Ukraine do for us? Why, why is Russia out of their right to step in and say, Ukraine, we're not going to allow this shit to go on because if, if Russia was moving into Mexico, and this has been said millions of times, if Russia was trying to get close to Mexico, we'd have something to say about that. Not any of us, but, you know, the government and the military and, and whatnot. It, it, it's I'm, goofy, man. Our rights aren't being represented here, and they're all in lockstep with Ukraine, other than a couple of people that are supposed to be painted as these psychos. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's a fucking whore, by the way. And then the other dumb dipshit, who is uh, Bobert? I mean, this yeah, girl's fucking, Lauren. you know, giving uh, alcohol to kids in her bars. You know what I mean? So I've I've been chomping at the bit to hear Ron's take on 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 Ukraine and Russia. Uh, Ron, I'm sorry that that uh, I've uh, engaged in this thing that we've been bottling up for the last few months. <laughs> but Ron, can I can I hear the 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 wise old sages' words on on Ukraine? Oh, speak Gandalf. You know, you know, the thing is, between the whole Russia and Ukraine thing, and I had said this on multiple shows, like, what is the ultimate objective of, of Russia going into Ukraine, right? It, like, it, like in the beginning. And, and, and it was the same reason why they had gone in previously and took, took the Crimea, right? Because they needed to have those ports on the Black Sea. Now, Russia's excuse to go into the Ukraine was to liberate eastern Ukraine, which was mostly uh, uh, ethnic Russians, right? So, and a lot of a lot of things that was happening in eastern Ukraine really wasn't out in the mainstream media. Like people didn't know that actual Ukraine was like bombing and 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 raiding and and all these towns that are in eastern Ukraine. It creating a lot of problems for these people because they basically wanted to be autonomous from Ukraine and be part of Russia and be recognized by Russia and, and have better relations with Russia because the majority of them were ethnic Russians, right? And this all goes back to the end of World War II, right? Because, you know, a lot of Ukraine was occupied by the Nazis. And 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 a lot of the a lot of Nazis actually stayed in Ukraine after the war. And, and this is and this is kind of what bred uh, like what the Azov Battalion and all the stuff that we hear about literal Nazis in Ukraine. And a lot of these people 
were attacking the people of eastern Ukraine, like uh, what is it, Donetsk and uh, Luhansk, th- those uh, those regions. And those people probably wanted Putin to come in and save them from their own freaking country, right? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of evidence that supports that. Okay, that's fine. There. It's a dirty shithole. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I think Putin could have achieved that objective very easily, right? But now the question is, is what's going on in the rest of the country? Now, now let's get into some conspiracy theories about it. Let's go back to the weapons labs, right? Now, the Russians know that 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 there's weapons, uh, bioweapons labs in Ukraine because originally those were Russian bioweapons labs. But when when Ukraine separated from the, you know, uh, what do you call it, the Soviet republics, you know, when USSR went away, you know, when Boris Yeltsin took over from uh, Gorbachev, who was actually pretty much deposed, uh, that that was that was a hostile takeover, even though they tried to play that off, you know. So the conspiracy theory is that the United States goes in with Ukraine and starts funding these labs. And there's no telling what they're doing at these labs. So, you know, early in the war, if you did an overlay of where these labs were and where Putin was attacking, they were pretty close. Like there was there was almost the same area uh, of where these weapons labs were. So, you know, again, conspiracy theory was that he wanted to go in and take these take these labs out. So then the other theory is, is that Ukraine was always a hotbed for money laundering, human trafficking, drug dealing, arms trading, and all this other stuff, and that it was controlled by the quote-unquote cabal. And Russia didn't want that happening. Russia didn't want them on, on, on his doorstep, right? I think, more of this, I think more of this right now goes back to, I want to say it was either eight, 1989 or 1990, when the wall came down, all the members of NATO, as part of the agreement for the uh, the, the Soviet uh, Soviet satellites, I call them, to be able to separate from Russia, one of the agreements was that we will not ask these countries, and Ukraine in particular, because Ukraine is the biggest country. Ukraine is huge. I don't think people realize how big Ukraine is. That NATO would never allow Ukraine to become a member of NATO. So when when Putin starts seeing, you know, sketchy stuff from the United States starting to, you know, show up in Ukraine, stuff from the United Kingdom showing up in Ukraine, other NATO countries, Germany included, he's starting to say, well, that kind of doesn't go in line with the agreement that we had way back when. So now I'm going to go in there and I'm going to show them what's going to happen for the next time they want to, you know, try to bring Ukraine into the NATO fold. They just don't want that. It's the same thing. You know what it is? It's almost the same thing as the Cuban Missile Crisis. When we found out that the Russians were putting missiles in Cuba Kennedy goes on the attack after Khrushchev. They have this whole, you know, back and forth thing. 
oh, we came so close to nuclear war, which I don't believe was true. But, you know, it's kind of the same thing. So what do we have going on now? What's been in the news in the last week? China is making agreements with Cuba to build a military base in Cuba. Well, United like States, the United States has a military base in Cuba. You know, I, I never understood that. Like my biological dad was stationed in the Navy in Guantanamo Bay, right? So here we are. We have a communist country that used to be backed up by Russia, like big time. But in 89 and 90, well, that stopped. That was part of the agreement, too, that Russia, Russia said that they couldn't afford to subsidize Cuba anymore. So we have a military base in a communist country, right? But who's complaining about that? Even the Cubans don't complain about that. Right. So I think this is the whole thing with Putin in Ukraine. I, I think it I think it began as the eastern Ukraine liberating them. And now it's just now that the United States, I mean, you might as well say that Ukraine is a de facto NATO member now. Right. With all this billions of dollars coming in, all this equipment coming in, all this, you know, armaments, military. We know for a fact that we've got you know, American advisors, if not actual boots on the ground over there, maybe not in the trenches fighting, but over there, you know, like when we first went into Vietnam, oh, we're just going to send in training advisors. I mean, like, if I think Ukraine this, was I a think de facto this is what's NATO, going on. If, if Ukraine was a de facto NATO member, that would kind of uh, explain Putin's whole deal if he was actually doing all of this, right? Wasn't yeah, that I was going to say that thing? Yeah, I was going to say, Ron, that last summary of of things, uh, everything after the your everything after the conspiracy level, uh, conspiracy theory level stuff, and I think you know where that dividing line is. Uh, that is that is Brandon. Running, Brandon, that's that is, why I said the conspiracy theories. Right? No, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that is yeah. the that is. I'm I'm so happy to hear that from you because that is what I think is the mainstream. That's what's going to get held on to coming out of this, and it's going to that bounce back from this. Uh, this thing where the United States population just glossed over the fact that we were advancing eastward in Ukraine the same the same way that we were exactly during the uh, the um the Cuban missile uh, Cuban missile crisis that is going to we're going to see the political bounce back of that uh, i think a lot faster than we ever got to see it from the Cuban missile uh, missile crisis cuz we didn't get that bounce back until a good 40 years after the crisis itself so what about the bounce uh, back politically from uh from the desert storm and from uh you know september 11th's war after that i mean we were lied to a lot about what was going on in that war the babies and incubators was provably false the the weapons of mass destruction provably false i actually want to open some of these here these are from 1991 i'll open a pack desert storm war propaganda from 1991 dude awesome stuff. Minty fresh. So we'll open one of these here. But yeah, dude, you got a lot of propaganda from that. Um, yes, that was a labeled Republican president, right? As I mentioned, he's not Republican. He graduated from Yale. How many Republicans are graduating from Yale? You know what I mean? Like that. That's well, he was crazy. skull and bones too, Ryan. Not skull Brandon. And bones. I yes. mean, high high society at its finest, right? Um, so we're, we're going to see, I think that that is actually, uh, and, and time will tell, right, Brandon, like who, if you're right about that idea that like, what's going to stick with the public, uh, are they going to think that the Ukraine war was a good cause? A lot of people still do right now. A lot of people still think that it's a good cause. 
but I think that in the future, a lot of people are going to view this the same way that that we view uh, what went down after 9-11-2001. No, no I, I, I apologize if I wasn't clear about that. I think that that blowback, that this this uh, injection, re-injection into the zeitgeist, this idea that the Ukraine war was not a good idea, I think that is the thing that's going to win, and I think we're going to see that that come out Oh, the not... Ukraine war was not good. Yes, yes, that's exactly. True. Yeah, and I'm not saying anything about whether I, I agree with that, uh, but that is, it's such an easy thing to see. It's such an easy thing to, to to buy into, and I have parts of me that do buy into it. It's just cool to see that that crosses, that that, that we see it in the same way across the skeptic and then ultra skeptic or conspiracy realists, whatever you guys have uh, pictured. I think your you label call it crazy. But yeah, no, I don't. So why is I it don't. still going on? I don't. If, <laughs> if all of us still, if 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 uh, you know that that view is kind of viewed on both sides, why are our tax dollars going to that? You know what I mean? That that kind of lets you know that voting doesn't fucking matter, man. Like at the very end of the day, it seems like that should kind of let you know that we're not represented by anybody. Well, if if you agree that. Uh... Uh, military assistance shouldn't be given at all to Ukraine. Yes, I agree. You are not going to be represented here. Um, Why should uh, if, our dollars give Ukrainians weapons? I, I I cannot for the life of me understand why tax dollars from Joe, Jen, who's not here at the moment, you, so it, Ron, and it, myself, why should we pay for these Ukrainians to fight a war? So there are lots of reasons out there. I wonder if your incredulity towards them is because have you not read them yourselves or have you, is it that you have read them and don't disagree with them? Cause I no, know I just that can, don't care yeah. about Ukraine at all. I, I don't care about oh, Russia okay. at all. I don't care about any. I, and I know Joe, you said your sister lives there. It, it's nothing against your sister, dude. It's no, just, I get I, it. I've told her the same shit. I'm like, I don't care. Why are you living there? It sucks over there. <laughs> Yeah, and, and not only that, it, that sucks. I I think I mean I'd love to travel to Brazil someday. There's a lot of beautiful women there. I don't give a fuck about Brazil at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, I care about Mexico a little bit because like it's on the southern border. I care about Canada a tiny bit because it's on the southern or the northern but, border. But you, okay, you you're not virgin signaling you, enough, dude. You you care though about the other uh, entity in this, which is tax dollars. So yes. I'm just wondering, have is. Is, that affects people here it, in this country. That's why. Right, right, right. So I'm just saying there are lots of answers to why there are lots of arguments for why we should do that. If you're saying it's because you haven't contacted them, I would say that's the that's that is I hope for everyone in both the conspiracy theory world and the skeptic world is the first thing to do is to look up what the opponents of to your ideas say. And it might be revealing, man. You're going mean, it, to as you know, it, it sharpens your own beliefs. That was one of the great parts of uh, 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 that was the the great uh, uh, yeah it was a great chemistry that we had on on our show man we yeah, we yeah. we uh, continuously made our samurai swords a little bit sharper now so we're stabbing saying, different people with them you're but... saying communicate with a contact with who no 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 I'm just saying look up why do uh, what are the moral arguments or the more, what are the political arguments for I think that's what he was asking you dollars. Oh yeah, I was asking you that. I I I am very oh, oh, I with you. my political arguments as to why that should not be the case, and the reason why is because Russia bad. That's what it all boils down to. That's right. the so, political argument. Exactly. So I, I'm ignorant to this as well. That's why we're asking you, Brandon, because you're more well versed on the reasons for this. So what do you like? For, for what sure. are the reasons for that? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give, I'll give my favorite reasons. I, I just want to, again, sound the alarm bell that part of the doing your own research, uh, uh, thing that we're, that we all hope to be on is definitely look up the answers to those questions that you have because they are written down and they're written down a lot better than my mumble mouth can, can speak out here. But I'll say for, for, uh, for one, uh, one thing, one reason that people argue that we should send uh, money to Ukraine is exactly what's targeted by Ron's theory that he just postulated here. Uh, he just uh, posited for us to hear um, that we have a, a, a real worldwide fight going on between communism and capitalism, uh, a real hard. Well, the I mean, I would say China and Russia are not pretty. Well, I would say, I mean, by the same logic, you know, Russia was never communist. I don't know yeah, if you know were. much about. They were absolutely communist of the USSR. I, 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 I don't know if you know about the 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 innards of what I'm talking about near the end of the uh, uh, Soviet Union, Ryan. There's a m- many. I would say most. Political scientists will look at the Soviet Union and say it was a high gear capitalist society aiming and uh, labeling itself as communist. But what it ended up having to do because communism ended up being such a bad system for them was fall back on capitalist. Are you uh, saying the uh, labeling didn't matter as much as what they actually did? (sighs) Well, no, I'm saying that the way that Marx and Lenin and uh, 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 the Bolsheviks, especially the way Betrayed that they wanted themselves. it to, the way that they wanted it to happen, it did not work out. Uh, right. uh, uh, I just got done uh, watching Animal Farm, uh, by the way, again, which is a, an allegory for that. If you guys mm-hmm. don't remember it, stuff, but yeah. it, yeah, it, it, it works. It, it works. School. It works perfectly at explaining why communism didn't work for them. That's why they looked that way near the end. That's why they had to finally get rid of get rid of. That in that in that entire brigade that they had. So, anyways, all, all that to say is that there is a um, there is a battle going on between uh, the east and the west. I would say the east is largely communist, and the west is largely uh, capitalist, quasi socialist. And uh, if you want to control global power, it starts on the geographic level, and that means that land wars still matter, and l- because we're more globalized land wars are going to be over hundreds of miles. Like we're going to have an entire 10, 12 year war. Like, like I'm sure Ukraine is going to end up being uh, over just these, over just this, this Eastern part of, of Ukraine. Um, And that is a worthwhile value. That is a worthwhile value to send money towards. I'm not agreeing with that. I'm just saying that other people, the mainstream way of talking about this is exactly that. There's always arguments for anything, whether it's good or bad. I mean, there, there's, you yeah, know, uh, yes. pedophiles have arguments of why they should be able to fuck kids. And I'm using a very extreme example for no, no, the reason. You're, you're I mean, right. there, there, there's always an argument, but how valid is that argument? Should, I mean, the, the, this 12 year war that, I mean, and I think that that's accurate, by the way, that this could be a 12 year thing. Uh, you know, three administrations could potentially oversee this war, but you know how long it would take if there was zero U.S. dollars? Wouldn't take any time at all. It'd be over with. So that's the thing is, uh, you know, the tax dollars, like, yeah, there's an argument. There's always an argument. I can argue anything with anyone just to play devil's advocate. It doesn't mean that that's a legit thought. 
No, and everybody yeah, can find yeah. their own their own studies they want online. It's on both sides. We're not dumb to that. You can find whatever you want online to back up your opinion and go toe to toe with the opposite and do like what we're doing now. But this this is why it's fun to do this kind of a thing is because I I'm wanting more of and it didn't intend to be this at all, but I'm wanting more of Brandon's personal opinion and his approach to why he thinks how he thinks mm-hmm. rather than this is what I saw online, that's what the truth is, obviously, because that's a consensus. No, I want to know why you think that that is the truth. And I'll, I'll tell you 100% why I think what I think is the truth. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't fucking know. And I hope more people can just come out and say that and say, I don't fucking know. But something's wonky. And I know, Brandon, you see that. You 100% see that. You see something's wonky. You don't know what it is. And so in that way, you're on the same page as us. We don't know either. We're just kind of on different sides of what the fuck. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit at this point, like arguing what happens de- after death. Like none of us really legitimately are, are, are any well more equipped than, than anybody else to find the truth. Um, but there are people who are obviously above us who know, who can find exactly the truth very, very quickly. Um, we can see that- the history repeating itself. Whereas to death, no one knows what happens because no one's able to actively communicate with the dead. I know that's just an example, but it's not a good example because, you know, history does right. repeat itself. History repeats their cycles like you can kind of gauge it on that. And it is different. History doesn't repeat, but it does rhyme. So you're going to be off. Every time the bit, U.S. You know. helps somebody, they turn out to be our enemy 20 years later, every single time. And that's what's going to happen here. When Brandon gets done, I want to jump in. I just want to add something uh, kind of to back Brandon up a little bit on a couple of his statements. Uh, but I want to pose but I want to pose another question, Ryan, based on uh, what you said. Why are we there? And, and why are we pumping so much money into that? Uh, because I would really like to know. I, I have my thoughts on that. But I just want to bring up a very important part after when Brandon gets done. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. I just felt like that was a, a, an interesting example. But yeah, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. My my opinions on this are pretty neutered because of the skepticism that Joe recommended. I mean, the truth when it crosses national borders and especially when it crosses like ideological borders, the ones that I think exist around you, the eastern edge of Ukraine and the western edge of Russia, that really fucks up the truth. Like it makes it to where there are so many mirrors around which we have to look to find out what actually happens. And to a certain extent, and I think anyone who is not an anarchist would agree to this, to a certain extent, I'm okay with not knowing the truth about a whole bunch of stuff. I actually see some value, some value Agreed. in it. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm okay with that. In, in large part, I'll tell you that I am on your guys' side. I think that, uh, this is not a good, this is not a prime use of taxpayer dollars. Uh, for us morally, I would say that economically, economically, um, uh, as, as uh, economically, I think you could, you could, you could make some arguments that because we are in such a globalized world, um, which I, I think you guys would agree with me on, we are an extremely, an extremely globalized world. That one world government is looking realer and realer every day. <laughs> it's uh, already there. That, yeah. 100%. That, that, that the pebbles that are thrown in one side of the pond these days can ripple all the way uh, to the other side of the pond and that damage 
changes in infrastructure uh, and political instability, war, the famine that sometimes um, that sometimes sometimes follows it can have that ripple effect. Um, I am not a big player in the economy. I'm not someone who's who's bought into it. I don't my my internal morals don't quite always align with the economy anyway. So the economical uh, the economic argument doesn't quite buy me. I'm pretty much in line with you guys as far as morally. This doesn't seem like something I want to be fighting over. I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. I'm used to singing with God on our side and talking about the fact that it's 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 the it's them damn dirty Russians, those Reds that are coming to get us and spitting on that idea. I'm used to that, and 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 I stick to my guns on on uh, on that belief. So you're, I don't know where we're talking have... very closely to libertarian, buddy. Pretty close. So I, I always I always like uh, envisioning political ideology on that X Y graph. I don't know if you guys have ever taken one of those tests. It's like a the Cart- the Cartesian plane that shows like no I'm retarded I don't know what you're talking about so, so please explain so it's it's like a it's like a spectrum between uh the left and the right and then autocratic versus um uh, and and anarchists you know um and I am always closer on the libertarian side than I am to the auto to the uh to the autocratic um supporting side it's it's always that way I think I am closer. On on the tests on the ideological tests that I've taken, I am more libertarian than Obama, uh, but I am well, less. No, sorry, I'm I'm more liberal than him uh, too. So do with that what you we will. We should believe that but, though, because that's a scientific test. So we should I absolutely believe that. No, no, no. I was just going to say these are labels which you guys I I don't I know you don't care about in the first place. This is all to say that I can be a liberal. Uh, a, a science lover, a vaccine taker, and agree with you guys on the fact that morally Ukraine seems like a money dump. Well, okay, so I love that. that. I love that. Hang on, Ryan. Uh, I love that just because we come from, so, and anybody who's listened to Dangerous World and Legit Bat for the same amount of time knows Brandon is the reason he comes on is because it's like a bouncing board and we can, we can have these discussions in not throw fucking names and not be angry and weird with each other. We can be on the opposite side of things and still have a fucking discussion. Take notes, flat earthers. Just do that. (laughs) It's not that fucking hard. Jesus Christ. And you guys are not crazy as Joe insinuated earlier. (laughs) I I always, I always loved it when Brandon was on dangerous world. I've told Ryan that I've told Ryan that a million times. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a a different thing. And I think that's what a lot of shows need is some different shit. That's why we have gotten into different perspectives. And what I was going to say is that you have had Brandon, you've had anarchist ideas before, you know, the idea that was too scary for like my dad to get behind was like the idea of going and, and standing in line at a bank and trying to everyone pull out money at the same time. Right? Like, getting a bunch of people together and say, Hey, we want all of our money in our bank accounts out right now. Right. That is something that would, that would fuck a bank up. And now it doesn't seem like you would have those ideas or you you wouldn't think that would, that would be a good idea, but people do kind of change their ideas over time. And this was before Trump, Trump did this whole thing that was so divisive. Right. And, And a lot of people thought that he was a great candidate. I voted for him the second time. Uh, I will never vote in a uh, government election again because I that proved to me the first time that I ever tried to do it. It proved to me that it's 100% fake. I will never vote for another person again because it's embarrassing to say that I voted for Trump at this point. Um, 
I think that I think that the division came after that. I think that that now um I don't think that my dad would think that was such a crazy idea anymore, but I think that you would not think that was a good idea, right? So there was that there's more of that inversion, there's more of that flipping there. Um it's interesting, dude. Very very strange. Hey, Ron, right. Ron, what, what were you looking to, to support me yeah. on? By the way, I'm getting tons of support from the uh, the Trump crowd. They keep chanting my name, as I told Ryan last time I was yeah. here. Let's, like, Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Ron, Ron, how, how can you bolster uh, him? Well, well, I just wanted to kind of go back to what Ryan was saying. Uh, you know, the whole thing with Russia being communist, I mean, as, so- as soon as Yeltsin took over, that became a capitalist country. And, and that went from being communist to what we would call quasi-communists quasi and at the same time quasi-capitalists because the Russians, yeah, the Russians are all about making the money. Same thing goes for China. China is 100% capitalist nation, but they still run a lot of the populace out in the frontier in a communist manner because that's all those people know. That's all those people know. They were born in the time of Mao, and and that's all they know. They wouldn't understand capitalism any more than the Iraqis or the Afghans understood capitalism, right? They're any just more than not the English language, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so now you have three world superpowers all fighting on who's going to be the number one capitalist country. Who's going to have the biggest GDP? Who is going to be the top dog, right? And this is where China wants to be, right? So when you say, why why are we in Ukraine? Why is Russia in Ukraine? You have to, re- and now Russia is teaming up with China on this whole Ukraine thing. As far as I'm concerned, they are holding back. There's a reason why this is being drug out. I haven't figured it out yet. But if the United States military's objective was to go in and take over Ukraine, dude, we would have done it in a month. I have no no doubt in my mind that we would have done it in a month. But you have to remember, Ukraine has vast natural resources. They have a lot of resources that China wants to get their hands on. Russia doesn't really need Ukraine's resources because they got a, they've got more resources than they would ever know what to do with it. And this is why they became a capitalist country is because now they can sell their product on the open world market, like their oil. Number one thing in Russia is oil, right? Oil and gas. <clears throat> so if you take the argument that we went into Ukraine to preserve democracy, right? Because that was the reason why we went into Iraq, was to rid them of Saddam Hussein, rid them of their weapons of mass destruction, which did not exist. And we went into Afghanistan to go after bin Laden, which, you know, in the beginning, I think 90% of the American public was, was like on board for that, right? Why did we end up staying there for 20 years? It's because Afghanistan has literally trillions of dollars in natural resources. But but here's but here's my big question. If we're going into Ukraine because it's a democratically elected government, which is not because 
we're the ones that deposed Poroshenko because he stopped playing ball with the United States. So we get rid of Poroshenko and then we put in Zelensky in because Zelensky now is going to be the puppet for the West, right? I don't think there's anybody, and, and I know Brandon's wheels are turning in his head. I can see him. I'm but, listening. I'm listening. <laughs> but if we're going to go into Ukraine to quote unquote uh, protect their democracy, then why did Blinken just come back from China and say, we're not pledging to uh, back up Taiwan in any way? We never said that we were gonna, that we were going to protect Taiwan. We weren't going to back them up. We weren't going to give them military support. Uh, it's never it's never been America's job to do that, which I can distinctively remember past American presidents pledging that if China ever fucked around with Taiwan, then we were going to step in and we were going to help defend Taiwan, right? Taiwan is a huge trading partner with the United States. Semiconductor chips, right? It's huge. Well, that, not that, not just that, Ryan. That's the number one. That's the number one. But Taiwan is a huge auto parts manufacturer. So there's a vested interest for, for the United for States. For American companies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because Taiwan is still the Republic of China. That's the technical name for Taiwan, right? Just like Hong and, Kong, too, correct, Ron? Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, you know, I'm not absolutely sure on this, Ryan, but Hong, Hong Kong, when it was under British rule, was kind of run the British way. And, and, and when and when the UK gave up that lease and let China take them back over, well, they, you know, they've still been at odds. Like Hong Kong doesn't recognize China. Right. And China and China's like, oh, no, you belong to us. So. There's a lot of things that are going to be going on there, but let's huh. get back to Taiwan. Right, let's right. Get back to Taiwan. Taiwan is a, dem- is a is a democracy. Like like they have open elections for the people that run Taiwan. So if we're saying we're going to go into Ukraine to the two now of 150 billion dollars, we're not going to go and back up Taiwan. I mean, doesn't that sound doesn't that sound kind of hypocritical? Well, uh, would your guys do you think your guys' opinions would be the same towards Taiwan as they would towards Ukraine? Because I think as you laid out there, Ryan, I mine would be mine would be Brandon. Yeah, I I feel one hundred percent that we should back up Taiwan. So, so, uh, oh, you oh, okay. So it uh, it it does you do feel differently about it? Gotcha. And Ryan, I'm really curious about if you think if no, man, I, I I honestly don't care about. Any of these fucking countries, because I think that we can get all this stuff on our own, honestly, over here. The the United States is so rich with resources. Um, another thing that no one talks about is Brazil's resources. I mean, the amount of chicken that comes from Brazil that no one knows about is wild. But this isn't part of the conversation because it's not Beef under too, currently. Beef, too. Beef, too. All kinds of meat. A ton yeah. of food. Yeah. And a lot of our, uh, like, tilapia and shit comes from prisons. I mean, we can we can find ways... I, that's why I don't eat tilapia, Joe. I know uh, nobody should eat right tilapia now. ever. It's a piss fish. It, it is a piss yeah. fish. And I like piss yeah. pigs, but not piss fish. Um, I don't know if you know what a piss pig is. It's someone that likes to get peed on. That's just a fun fact for anyone. I else. have that clip somewhere. <laughs> but no, so, you know, it, it is interesting, man, the, the uh, levels that there are to this. But, dude, no, I don't care if Taiwan gets fucking whatever. 
I've said this over and over again. I think that if New York got nuked today, tomorrow would be like, what's going on now? There's some new news thing going on right now. No one would really. The submarine got lost. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or like, what are the Kardashians up to or what? You know, the the whole news cycle is so goofy. Dude, none of this shit's going to change your lives, man. None of it's going to. There's so many resources here in the United States that we haven't tapped into. And oil is a reoccurring thing. It doesn't come from dinosaur bones. There's all these different things that we can continue just to make going. Oil seems to be a rejuvenating thing. It, it, it renews itself. Uh, that's been proven in like old dried up oil wells that just somehow someday they're filled with oil again. It's wild, right? So, you, you know, the science lies sometimes. And that's the the last thing that I'll say. I know we want to wrap up. I will show you these cards that I opened. Congressional Medal of Honor sticker. That is a Satan star. There you go right there. You got the oh, Phoenix no. <laughs> Phoenix missiles. You got this is great war propaganda, by the way, from 1991. Sunset on the F-14. Lovely. Uh, some war criminal, Admiral Frank Kelso. War criminal. Uh, Got to like that, too. I mean, you just got some great ones. I actually opened a real nice one up here, too. The Pentagon before it got bombed. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Lovely stuff here. And uh, some command center, the Aegis Control Center. Lovely stuff. I mean, you like to see it. I've got like 15 packs of these. And uh, I think that the war propaganda is just hilarious, man, that this was actually a thing. That was given to little kids when I was just being born. So that's why you got a 20 year war is because of propaganda like this right here. Love it. Ryan, let me just let me just tail back on something you said, though, about uh, about Taiwan and and the resources that we have here in the United States. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because of capitalism and globalism and greed, this is why we put a lot of manufacturing offshore. Now, before we before we set up shop in mainland China, we set up shop in Taiwan. So when when a lot of people say, "Oh, it was made in China," actually, it was made in Taiwan, right? Right. Sure. Now, I, now I agree. I agree. We probably shouldn't have done that. But we but did. The problem is, the problem is right now, is we can one hundred percent do everything in the United States, just like you said, we can do that. But it. But we can't do it overnight, and we can't do it with the regulation in the EPA and all these other bureaucratic regulatory commissions that really stonewall companies that want to open up business in the United States. Until that changes, we're going to have to be stuck being reliant on offshore manufacturing of goods that are made for the United States market. We I just think have times to, make tough men, though. And I think that maybe. No, I agree. Times. I agree. Look at what they did in World War II. All the factories. Now, my, my dad was an old car guy. I grew up working on old cars, classics and antiques, right? There were not cars made for the United States market, with the exception of some, some Fords in 1942. From 1942 to the end of 1945, there were no American automobiles made because they retooled all these factories. Chrysler, uh, American Motors, uh, GM and Ford, they all went into production making the war machine. Mm. Like General Motors made the Sherman tank. Jeep, Jeep was making, you know, the original Jeep was made by a company. They couldn't make them fast enough 
so Ford started making the Jeeps. Well, you know, and also then, helping and the then, Nazis too, right? <laughs> With their parts. <laughs> well, Ford. Well, Ford. Okay, so Henry Ford was a huge anti-Semite. He was a fan of Hitler. A lot of people say they were actual friends. I, uh, Henry I, Henry Ford should have, just like Prescott Bush, gotten gotten like arrested for doing business with the enemy because they were doing it. Yeah. No question about it. They were doing business with them. But but the point is, they converted all these factories into making the war machine. I still say we could do it again. We could probably do it in a year or two years, retooling all these factories. Now, you've got to remember, technology is way different than it was back in the 40s, right? I mean, now they have factories. You know, you could have 50 people working in a Volkswagen factory building a million cars a year. You know what I mean? I mean, with the use of artificial intelligence, robotics, things like that, we could bring the manufacturing back to the United States. But there's going to have to be some give and take. Some of these unions are going to have to understand that we can't pay your guy 50 bucks an hour to, to you know build cars and then jerk off half the day because they're building Toyotas down south in non-union shops. And this is why they sell more Toyotas in the United States than any other car, right? So there's a lot of things that are going to have to be revamped, old ways, turned into new ways. The old ways of doing things need to go away. The new, the new whole manufacturing uh, business is going to be, it has to be modernized. And then we could bring it all back to the United States. Definitely not going to happen overnight. Number one is too much money involved. There's too many greedy fucking capitalists getting involved. If, if, if enough people got together and say, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to deal with this regulatory commission. Don't tell us we can't do this. Tell OSHA to get the fuck out of here. Change some of their laws. A lot of these old laws are antiquated. They need to be changed for the modern times. We're working on. We're working based on laws that were written in the fifties and sixties. Okay, it's twenty twenty three. It's seventy years later. We At should least. be able to. We should be able to upgrade these things. You know, it's the same thing that me and some friends of mine are trying to do in the state of New Hampshire, trying to upgrade the antiquated automotive inspection laws. It's the same idea. It's a new world. We have to have laws that kind of go in line with that, not laws that were, you know, from a 1950 or 60s car. You know, it's fucking stupid. And that's and that's what we need to bring back here. Oh, my cat just got out. I like it. Joe, oh. you wanted to wrap up, dude. Yeah, we can wrap up. Do you got any final comments, Brandon? I, I love seeing your face. It's been a long time. So please. Wrap a bow on this show for us as our honored special guest. But don't ruin it. I know. Well, let me let me start don't it fuck off. It up. Let me let me start off by by recognizing my still greatest, my number one fan, uh, Alex Stein, who I believe is the last yeah. person that we talked about together. Uh, hey, he's so doing no. a boxing <laughs> match, Brandon. Do you know that? I, he's gonna I, box I, dude, for Triller. I I. I, I I know what that motherfucker is doing. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, sure, no, I'm sure that's a big threat to him. He's hate watching. It's interesting. Don't you think it's wild? That, I mean, he's doing like a boxing match on TV. I, I don't talk to the dude at all, but I just think that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, he's doing like, remember when he, I don't know if you saw his audition tapes for his, uh, his reality TV show or whatever. He's just doing that. It's just in a different place. It's like Marjorie Taylor Green. I don't know if you've ever seen the America. 
what is it america's got ta- uh american idol audition from her it's like they're suing oh the God. same characters they're in just different trying roles, to get famous dude. it's <laughs> templates dude but, that's another conspiracy theory is templates but anyway continue but anyways uh yeah no thank you for guys for having me on i want to put my name uh right back out there because i am wrapping up school guys i am uh in the middle of a whole bunch of news stories i'm uh, a submarine veteran so i know about submarines and i think i'm the only person here who has hold who has held top secret and confidential and no foreign uh material so i'm also uh, hot, a hot topic politically i'm in the crux oh, he's, of all he's that's a confirmed going on. fed so, awesome so, love it so so if anyone else is interested in talking about these things i love uh even 10 minute clips uh preparing um preparing arguments against or for certain things you guys know i'm the dumb dunce recently dickless democrat uh, uh defender uh so uh, hit me up on, uh, on yeah on Instagram, uh, at, uh, uh, dangerous gents. And, uh, but no, main, mainly I'm glad we were able to come through to the agreements that we uh, were able to come to. That's the best part of our time together. I'm ser- terribly thankful to my cousin Ryan for, uh, putting the invite out. And I love you seeing you again, Ron and, and Joe and yeah, your you family. Too, I hope you guys are, are all doing well, man. Hell yeah. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to want to get you on the show sometime if you're up for that. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, down like a clown, man. You you would love to have a discussion with Buckley for like for sure. Yeah. That 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 that'd be great. That's uh it's uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more free time near the end here, and then uh, Ryan, you and I are going to be uh I'll be hitting you up every now and then for some more stuff uh, when I want. Yeah, you, and for the record, dude, you're welcome to come back on the show. But I'll tell you right now, we're not splitting the Patreon money fifty <laughs> anymore because the show blew up uh, <laughs> fairly recently. You're so good. I, I can give you're you a good. percentage, but we're you're not going to split a fifty fifty. You're welcome to come back on full time. Um, and, and, uh, you know, obviously we'll split the further proceeds 50, 50, uh, I mean, let's face it. The people come back for Ryan. I mean, (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm just saying that the show, you you picked a hell of a time to quit. Um, don't, don't worry. I'll be making Hunter Biden money by the time I'm done with school anyway. So you guys, guys, you'll be fine. I hope so. Yeah, that was great great seeing you guys uh, for real anybody who wants to talk to me get at me and uh, and, and joe thanks for having me on you guys close out now <laughs> yeah of course and uh we'll put all your links in the show notes everybody who's listens to this show knows where to find ryan and ron and if you don't know where to find brandon i will put it in the show notes but thanks you guys we appreciate you guys coming on this is great fucking reunion awesome talk didn't go where the fuck i thought it would go but that's fine this is how this goes so everybody have a great that's night be safe cool, out there huh? And get along with each other, for Christ's fucking sake.